This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, and you are listening to Conversations Podcast. Welcome to Conversations. I'm Charles. And I'm Pat, and this is episode 97, Banter Father. New Gen, that nanotech-infused story from humble beginnings has grown and expanded into a world of enhanced superheroes, leaping from the pages of the Marvel distributed comics to an amazing animated adventure. Oh, (laughs) I can't wait. It's so exciting. That was a fantastic intro. Thanks, I just came up with it. (laughs) (laughs) So to talk New Gen, we've got some representatives from New Gen. We're joined with JD. Hey there, how you guys doing? We are fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks for coming back. Almost in unison too. We were. (laughs) (laughs) We really appreciate you coming back on the show. It's been uh, a while, and uh, lots has happened in the uh, New Gen universe. You also have brought on someone else who has had a huge part in the new parts of that story. And uh, Rick, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting. So, JD, why don't we recap the whole new gen story idea and uh, kind of what brought us from last episode to here? Oh, yeah. Well, what, what, what happened is uh, I used Gabriel's cane. Okay. And, and the, the nanotech cane helped me time travel to, to where we are right now. So I have no idea what even happened in the last few months. Okay. I have no right. idea. Except, except maybe a, a cold call to Rick. Wow. Because we needed, we needed a really great animation company. And he came up first on a Google search. Pixel Dust. If they're first on a Google search, I better call them. So I called them on a cold call. Wow, okay. So that's how we got in touch with Pixel Dust. It was literally just picking up the phone. That's incredible. And talk about a way that would happen in the new gen universe too. Just going gusto and doing it the way you want to do it. Taking the power in your own hands and making that happen. And uh, you bring in Rick and Liz, of course. She couldn't join us today, but Rick from Pixel Dust. And what a phenomenal company you've built with Liz as well. Uh, It's the, the samples you guys have in there. And we'll get to a teaser reel a bit later on. Can you give us a little bit of a uh, little bit of history on how Pixel Dust started? Yeah, Pixel Dust started 18 years ago um, it, as a straight animation company uh, creating uh, content for networks like National Geographic, Discovery Channel, uh, History Channel, and, and networks like that. And as time went by, uh, we started moving from uh, the factual television animation into more of an entertainment uh, animation, story-driven and character-driven animation into the N3D. And uh, 18 Emmys today, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Absolutely incredible. Uh, sorry to uh, flash the bling earlier. <laughs> but, uh, you know, after all this time, uh, we've uh, morphed into this media production studio that encompasses many verticals, including interactive animation and video production. So we do stuff from conceptual to final delivery. And uh, we're very happy to come across JD, which has this phenomenal IP 
you know, with New Gen, which is such an amazing story that connects with today. And one of the things that we were talking, how many of these superhero stories are like from the 1930s and, you know, 1950s, and they're very uh, mystical and all that. But this is kind of has a certain factual components to it where it's believable. Everything that happens, mm-hmm. anything that can be achieved is actually doable through science today and or in the next uh, decade, you know. And that is what makes New Gen a very unique, I feel, storytelling platform for all kinds of science, time travel and beautiful things to come. But that's where Pixel Dust comes from. You know, we do television commercials and many other things, too. But. We uh, are very happy to be collaborating with JD into building the new uh, iteration of new gen, the, the new genesis into the into the screen. Yeah, don't don't worry, uh, Rick, because we were going to get to the Emmys, of course. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, <laughs> but um, when we first spoke with JD, uh, I know all of us were very excited about the idea of seeing this come to life. You know, after having read the the story and the the graphic novel and all, to see it start to unfold now with the the sizzle reel that we've been provided. Um, it's really fascinating to see how that's starting to to jump onto the screen. And one of the things I wanted to jump off what Rick was saying about the, the science, I think the nanotechnology is fascinating because the characters, like you'll see Carmen in this, right? Even though the nanobots are within them, it's little machines within them. So it's not like Iron Man where there's a suit or Batman, there's a suit or Superman just flies with a cape. These are little tiny machines inside the character and they allow them to do these like incredible things. So we have this scientist, he developed the space elevator. His name is Dr. Brad Edwards. And he has said to me that when the body has nanobots within them, first of all, medically, they're going to be able to do incredible things. Mm-hmm. With They're starting to use that. In your profession, they're using them, right? Yeah, they're starting to use them for uh, different ailments and uh, diseases and stuff. So if a person had nanobots within them, right, let's just say it's the twins or Carmen, they go up to the Empire State Building in New York, right? And they say, okay, I'm going to just jump off of here. This is according to the scientists. They can literally jump off the Empire State Building. And what would happen is the nanobots would tell their body to be a spring. And they would literally be able to spring up and down, up and down until they landed softly. He said, the only thing that the science would need to figure out is how to, you know, insulate and protect mm, the organs. Yeah, yeah. Right. But but you could literally, those characters could jump off the Empire State Building. And the, to me, that's absolutely fascinating that that is in the realm of possibility. Yes. I mean, <laughs> right. And that's what's so awesome about the story uh, and New Gen. And just like Rick said, you have this IP that meshes superheroes, your traditional storytelling, these two teenagers who are imbued with the power of nanotechnology. And you've got this massive story around it, time travel, like you said, and different worlds and history, really interesting things all tied into this one story. And what fascinates us about this, Pat and I, is that how now this is translated into an animated series. And Rick, since you said like 2004, you've you've built this studio. And not only did Liz, your partner and co-founder, she sort of comes from that uh, project management system. And her mother was, in fact, like a pioneer of TV in Mexico. 
And yes. so it's a fantastic mesh of your both of your talents. You have a huge, you know, portfolio and you've got a history of, of a design and animation. Yeah. But I'm yeah. really curious to find out where did your passion for digital animation and 3D animation, what was that switch? Like what happened with you to, yeah. to get into this excitement? Look, I, I mean, I grew up like many of us uh, watching Captain America. And that was my my superhero. You know, right. we all have our favorites, right? Mm -hmm. Captain right. America was mine. And it was amazing how it, it excited me, you know? Then I remember um, Galactica came out. And mm -hmm. a lot of people, he's from the school of like Star Wars, right? Mm -hmm. I was Galactica. Galactica is what connected with me. And, um, you know, it wasn't that big in, in many places, but uh, to me, that, that was huge. And it fascinated me, th those spaceships, and I've always been fascinated with space. And so when I started in animation, I went to school for physics uh, and math, you know, and not for art. But I started doing animation as a hobby. And through my wife or through my business partner, right, um, somebody saw some animation I created, and they're like, oh, wow, we need that guy. And I'm like, well, I do telecommunications and these other things and they're like no 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 we want you to do animation and they realized oh <laughs> shoot a dream come true so and i said that was the last day i worked you know because every morning i wake up and i come to do what i like to do you know um like you know tiger woods going to play golf right he's just like he's not working he's just having fun <laughs> so this is this is my you know my my masters right is is, is doing animation that's where i come from and that's what how animation sparked in me, you know, how to animate those spaceships. And I got some free software and some, you know, whenever I was young with, you know, with the computers of the time, and it, I render one frame would take an hour to render. Right now, we render in real time, you know? Wow. That's so cool. It's like uh, that, that so old saying, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Exactly. And it, it, it is. And I think that's why you see JD, right? And just look at that guy, it doesn't work. Yeah, because he's doing what he loves. Yes. <laughs> Works very hard at nothing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at his illustrations back there. You can tell. Yeah, I mean, and it's interesting how, like, in the teaser that, that Rick made, Carmen had glasses from the nanobots. And it's very, it's very similar. It's like, you know, you, you draw stuff and then it kind of comes to be. I mean, I was so excited to see this animated. Yeah. You know, I, I think they did such a spectacular job at Pixel Dust on this. Oh, yeah. the Just yeah. The, the vibrance of the colors. Oh, and yeah. Um, yeah, just in the world with like the the um, like the purple, like almost looks like a fiber optics sort of yeah. Uh, yeah. swooping like bridge there and all. Even some of the almost matrix type uh, like camera pans and stuff is just it's it's really something incredible. You know, what's okay. so funny about it, too. It's like I storyboarded it so crudely like <laughs> this. I mean, I did this within about a half hour, right? You know, <laughs> this. And this is what I gave them to work with. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> this is what I gave them to work with, guys. Like these storyboards. I'm not kidding you. This, this, okay. This, the, the kick. Uh -huh. But it was, it, it was very crude, right? And oh, then, wow. You know, oh, the, there's the yep. close up with the glasses. Oh, my God. Glasses, right? Yeah. But you know what? They took something that was very crude on paper because I draw on paper and they made it this. I mean, just magnificent, really. You know, we, we have a great team, and, and, and the guys, um, they really buy into projects. You know, they uh, fall in love with things. And I think uh, this was an easy one to fall in love with. And uh, I think the team 
just imagine that they were inside New Gen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they started doing all these. Obviously, we had many creative uh, meetings with JD or amongst ourselves. And uh, JD, uh, it's a great uh, collaborative director. And so even that he gave us direction, but also gave us latitude and some uh, ability to push the story in certain directions in order to to make it work, to make it, because in the end, it has to be impactful, it has to be entertaining, and it has to be memorable. And uh, I think this trailer is memorable. And at the end, you feel like this teaser feels like, okay, what's beyond, right? I want to go into New Gen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The, the thing about the story that I think you were talking about the nanotech and this, you know, the worlds and all that, but you know, at the end of the day, I think what's what's really cool about it is it's very, very relatable and grounded. Like when the twins yeah. go to New Gen, you know, in the in the teaser, you see New Gen, right? And they're they're going to New Gen as fifteen year olds, mm -hmm. having been there as babies before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And but then they <laughs> they're training, and then they got to get back because they have detention at school. <laughs> <laughs> can't miss <laughs> detention. You can't. You know, they, they they got baseball. They got to get back to baseball. <laughs> so it makes it. It's like that Spider Man Peter Parker thing, right? And and I I kind of like the relatability of like Spider Man in that you play with that. That's a lot of fun for an audience, I think. Mm -hmm. We're going to have the link to the teaser in the show notes here. And the way you just said it, JD, is perfect because that's what I got from the teaser and the brilliance of what Rick and his team has done. First of all, your sketches, which are phenomenal, I hope you sign them all because those are going to be worth uh, you know, lots of money. In the yeah, future. probably millions, love, right? Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a great yeah. piece for auction. <laughs> that's, that's your Michael Jordan rookie card. There you yeah. go. <laughs> but you've taken those sketches, the storyboard, uh, Rick, and made this world. And what I've loved, I loved about it is that she starts off in our world and yeah 40 seconds later she breaks through the color the shapes yeah the the music it, it all meshes perfectly together and it makes me feel like wow they just cut like you know 40 seconds out of a uh, 16 hour series uh as a teaser trailer it hit every mark and then some because it was yeah. phenomenally done and, and congratulations to both of you it's it's top notch thank you thanks we're um, gonna take a quick break there we go it's a great place for a break we'll take one right now yeah. and we'll be right back and we are back. Thank you to our uh, sponsors. Have you an upcoming meeting with an intimidating moth? Has a recent skirmish with resistant scum left your dress black scorched and dirty? It doesn't leave a very good impression. With First Order Dry Cleaning's new and improved processes, We'll have your commanding officers thinking you look superior. Captain Farine, this cover must be pressed at once. I have a very important hollow meeting with the Supreme Leader at midday. R right away, sir. But uh, why, why does it appear as if it were wrung nervously? Never you mind how it looks. Only that it looks presentable now! Looking your best and being your best is the only way to impress. That's why we have activated eight fully equipped and operational service bays in each crew level of every Super Star Destroyer and convenient drop-offs across from the refreshers on all transport vessels. Representing the First Order means having your uniform in order. 
The Supreme Leader expects nothing less. Do what must be done. And we are back. Thank you to our uh, sponsors. Like we had said before, we've been excited to see, and now we're starting to see, see it unfold. What's the next step for the project? Yeah, so the next step is, you know, like I get an, an, e- an email back or a text back from Sarah Lieb at CAA. And she's like, you know, Finn would like to, Finn Wolford would like to kind of have something as an update. So passed along the teaser. Uh-huh. And, you know, and, and, and his brother, Nick Wolford, who's <sighs> going to be the other twin in there. Right. In the, in the series, Anya Chilotra wanted to have an update. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, of course, Mark Hamill as well, nice. um, you know, who plays the twins' father. Oh, so cool. Gabriel. Yeah. Yes. Um, updating him and updating uh, Henry Rollins, who's going to play Daedalus. So perfect casting. I mean, oh, you love I know. I know. It's just, it's, it's so outstanding. It's amazing. Right. I mean, he's so good. And then, and then you got uh, Luke Wilson playing RoboDuck. Oh, Remember we talked about that last yes, time? Yes, yes. Burping fire. Um, so all of those actors, I mean, there he is right there. <laughs> There's Luke Wilson. There's Luke Wilson. Oh, he's, yeah. got it too. he's got it too. He's got it too. He's been shrunk down to RoboDuck. There you go. Some guy in our, our parking garage had, I don't know if I told you, but RoboDuck is a tattoo. No. Oh, yeah. The guy would park our car. You know, we, we, we bring in our Lamborghini. I'm going to get a tattoo. So we got a tattoo. I'm, I'm just kidding about the Lamborghini. But, <laughs> right, right. But anyway. I bought it. <laughs> anyway, so, but he had a tattoo of RoboDuck. Wow. <laughs> Are you serious? That's amazing. We have one fan in the world. <laughs> uh, three fans. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't see you with a RoboDuck tattoo. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm getting Carmen's tattoo. <laughs> there you go. I don't care if they divorce me. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, and that's, you know, it's a testament to how immediately endearing the story and the characters are to the. Well, now to the reader, but soon to the viewer, because, you know, you've got these elements that are immediately relatable. And then you've got some of the humor and the quirkiness that people can relate to and and they love to put weird stuff on their bodies. But, um, (laughs) but, you know, to, to have your brand forever marked on someone is testament to just how strong the brand is. Mm hmm. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I mean, we had people at Comic-Con, they would walk up to, you know, Gazelle, who Molly Fahey plays Gazelle, who's actually my wife. Um, but they walked with, with oil paintings of Gazelle. And we had people that came back for a subsequent Comic-Con with the original, you know, the first issue. Yeah. We wanted that to be signed like five years later. Like they, wow. they brought it back or they, they had merchandise from the first con and they, they came back. And I don't know, you guys have been to Comic-Con, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's such a cool, warm place of these people that, like, they just feel like they could be anything. And, and, and those fans are so endearing. And I, I just love that experience. I love it. Yeah. Certain vibe and certain feel to any sort of gathering of like-minded people. And so when you, when you put them all into a space like that, 
um, you really get that sort of instant connection. Mm. And then when you have people like yourselves, you know, with a booth or a stage or, or something to, you know, display your work and to engage with people, it's a whole different level of connection where, you know, you, you get people that like something, but then with that, they get a chance to express that, to, you know, to talk it out, to say what it means to them, what it helped them through, all those sorts of things that, that make it, make the whole thing more intimate, even in such a huge, sometimes chaotic setting like that. Yeah. You know, Marvel is there at their booth. And I think, by the way, one of the great things about Marvel is their sense of humor, the comedic mm. part of their movies. One of the things that people get so attracted to, but they were there and they have a huge booth there just as DC does, right? Mm -hmm. But we've been there with 40 by 40 booths and like out there as an independent mm. company. And we have all the characters dressed up. Yeah. yeah. The little children, you know, and boys love Daedalus. The, the, the <laughs> no, of course they do. <laughs> okay. And, you know, he's all airbrushed in red. We, we really make it an experience for people, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing about Pixel Dust that we, we really love is that, first of all, they work in what's called Unreal Engine, mm -hmm. all right? And okay. that gives us the ability to take those assets that we're developing for the series, the, the live action films, the video games, the virtual reality, mm -hmm. augmented reality, mixed reality, all of that sort of thing, right? We can use those assets yep. for all of those types of platforms and and even experiential stuff where we could develop theme park type stuff yep. and give people uh, an experience that way. That, that's the, the transportability. And that's, you know, like it's perfect segue uh, because Nick, you and your team, aside from the amazing work you've done on the teaser trailer, you have such a diverse portfolio of projects that you've done, not for profits and healthcare and news and all these types of stuff. And exactly what JD's saying is that you guys are so forward thinking. First of all, congrats on that cold call, JD, because I mean, we found a perfect partner. I mean, it's phenomenal. Did, um, so did. you have these, these technologies that allow you to create these, especially in the Unreal Engine. And I've, not that I've dabbled in it, but I've researched it a little bit because of the stuff that Pat and I are into. But those assets become transportable for different experiences. You create it once and then you, you can transfer that into other places. And like Pat was saying, you increasing the investment in these characters from like, say, a Comic-Con or stories like in mm -hmm. the VR world. Um, your experience um, from all these diverse types of projects you've worked on, Rick, how has that helped you with the developing the new gen universe? You know, it's very interesting because we do actually uh, location-based experiences, which means parks where you can go in and experience technological things. Cool. So if we understand what new gen needs to feel like when you walk through it, because okay. we've made it impractical. And so it's not just this imaginary thing. No, we actually have created these experiential uh, locations, you know, that you can walk through them. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and what I feel is Nugen pulls from a wide variety of previous experience as a company, you know, from the science aspect of things, from the entertainment, mm -hmm. from the location-based experience, from augmented reality, from virtual reality. We've mm -hmm. done all those things. You know, she has augmented reality goggles. Yeah. That's what she mm -hmm. has. Yeah. So definitely, you know, we've studied and, and, and worked on many films that are about science, about the future, about 
you know, all these types of things. And so Nugent pulls from everything that we've ever done. And that's why I think it's like a match made in heaven for us to be collaborating with JD and his team. Um, because it's like, when we sit down, it's like, it's very difficult to shut us up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> One thing leads to another, another, yeah, another. It's true. It, we're almost like writing episodes whenever we sit down and talk, you know? Yeah. Because there's such a great collaboration and mm. we understand. And, and JD, as a director, uh, he lays out his vision and, and we like lay out the other side, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's a, it's a very, very cool team that has come together through this cold call, you know? Um, but, you <laughs> and know, so and I regard Rick as brilliant because he's a businessman that is very successful, and he and his wife. And I respect him immensely. He has his family working with, it, with him as nice. well, right? And, and, but then on a creative level, he's also uh, a maverick. So we needed to have the right home and the right family to do mm-hmm. this. And the, the thing about new gen that I don't know if we touched on last time is that it's a message of hope for a future world. Mm-hmm. You know, you see so many films or TV shows or what have you, and they're showing dystopia or they're showing a cold futuristic world, right? And I wanted to make sure that when we show new gen, it's warm colors, it's 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 beautiful sunsets and planets and you know, gorgeous world of of yes, high tech, but also eco and green and lush and warm Hmm. right and so we needed the right company to execute that and i have to say you know pixel dust is just is the right company i know that they can execute the vision and 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 with rick there and liz and his you have two of your uh family members working with you too right rick yeah two of my sons uh one of them uh works in our studio in in madrid spain and the other one works here and he's uh, very involved with the whole process of final delivery, you know, making things, pushing things over the top, you know, it's like yeah. getting them from great, from good to amazing, you know, nice. uh, and that's his specialty. Yeah. Very cool. Well, he's very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And and he's also a, a, a composer. So a lot of these stuff, uh, they, they, he did the sound design for these wow. because, you know, yeah. we, we wanted to make sure that sound design was something really special. Yes. Because when you do animation, you do a lot of very small things and you have to bring them to life. If yeah. there's no sound, they're dead, you know, on the screen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The sound design that you're highlighting, Rick, was so was so wonderfully done. And yeah. I think that that with, you know, Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars Clone Wars, you know, Lucas's series, that's his like, really like, that's his wheelhouse is sound design. Mm-hmm. And that's one yeah. of the reasons why that I think with, with Pixel Dust, we'll have this amazing sound design. Very important attribute to it. It's 50% of the experience is what I've always said. Yep. You know, yeah. we experience 50% visually, 50% auditory. So we have to mm-hmm. get that, you know, uh, you know, get it, get it there. Yeah. And as you were saying, J.D., about the, the feel of the world and how you want it to feel warm and positive and, and kind of propelling towards, you know, a great new vibrant future. When you see, especially in the sizzle reel with that music behind it all, it's very almost heroic and inviting. And that's, that's, I think what you were going for. Um, Because that, you know, it it draws you in, into, draws you into that world. 
Guys, there's no guns in New Gen. There's nothing like that. There's no crime. Little kids that watch this, they're 6 to 11. And then big kids that join the little kids because it's a family experience. Mm-hmm. I think that's wonderful because this APNG, together, all the diverse characters, right? Mm-hmm. Human, creatures, AI. And then when the twins join that APNG, mm-hmm. they're inducted, right? Together, that little motley crew. Yep is going to be able to bring peace to different worlds. They're going to go out and and do that. And I think for a kid that's six years old, for somebody like Maxwell, my son's almost four, he watches stuff, but bringing bringing peace to different worlds, Mm -hmm. especially with what's going on right now, if we get that as a a part of the message, Mm -hmm. the peaceful aspect of it, the harmony, Mm -hmm. I think that's one, uh, one of those messages that's worth telling too. Absolutely. Yeah, being able to bring peace to different worlds and civilizations and all uh, equates to being able to bring peace and civility to different nations and different yes. different parts of society as well. Exactly. Yeah. Look, it's an inspiration, right, for the new generations of children. They'll see this world in the way we are creating technology today based on the dreams of those sci-fi writers of the past, right? We're trying to make it this is going to inspire kids. And we had that conversation. It's like new yeah. gen, it will have a very profound impact on young people. Uh, in the United States and most of the developed countries, people, kids have turned away from STEM, you know, science, mm-hmm. technology, and all those yeah. careers. They're mm-hmm. going into all these other things. These will entice them and motivate them and, and maybe make them fall in love again with science and see the beauty of science mm-hmm. because we're losing our scientists. And, and it's not necessarily intended to do that, but it will do that. And uh, this world with peace and all that will inspire these young people to go create those worlds in the real world. So I, I do believe that this can be a series that will have very positive impact in society. Mm-hmm. You know, and Pat will tell you the first person that's uh, with an animation style in Star Wars that I was apprehensive for the Clone Wars and, and Rebels, uh, just because I was a curmudgeon older man. But when I started watching these, these nothing's changed. Then. Nothing's changed. No, I'm just, well, I, yes, I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the, I think the, the, the thread that we're all seeing here is that Liz, you know, she's a co-founder and a wonderful partner of Rick. One of her talents is storytelling. And yeah. if you look at the storytelling of New Gen, you can look at these animated stories as world building, a message of hope, message mm-hmm. of STEM, and also family was another thing, you know, it was one yeah. of the yes. other core pieces of it. And yes. that's what, you know, obviously drew Pat and I, I think you're talking Star Wars, you're talking so many of the most successful science fiction franchises. But like you said, JD, this is not dystopian future. It's about the hope of the future. We can come together and we can yeah. vanquish evil. And oh, such a wonderful message for young and old. It spans generations. And as long as you have that core of storytelling, anybody is going yeah. to enjoy it. But, you know, Charles, I mean, you're absolutely right. At the center of it is hope. And then from that, it pans out family, you know, uh, compassion and uh, empathy and all these other things that make the world go around are intertwined there. And on top of that, it's a diverse cast of, mm-hmm. of, 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 of he- superheroes mm-hmm. that allows for children all over the world to feel uh, related and connect, you know? Mm-hmm. Multicultural. Multicultural. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's like, yeah. listen, I mean, it's like, is there, is a reality? It's like, we are tribal and we tend to kind of lean 
towards those that look like us mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. or, or want to be like those that look like us. And so Nugent offers a, a cast of superheroes mm-hmm. that will inspire kids of all time. So that is a super cool thing that I think JD created. It makes it a series for the 21st century. Thank you, Rick. The, the other thing about it is that you touched on this, Charles and Patrick, about family, because that, you know, like Lena Headey placed the prophetic Thea. Mm-hmm. This beautiful, like, princess in New Gen that Gabriel, who is the Mark Hamill character, meets when he travels there for the first time. But there's a family there because there's twin brothers that are born. And, and that family, he, Gabriel puts those kids in Brooklyn, New York, in New York, because of what's <laughs> going on. This, yeah. And they have to grow up with robotic parents that look human. <laughs> yeah. <Okay? laughs> so, so, so in other words, that family separated and then Daedalus, you know, there's Carmen there, his mm-hmm. daughter, and they're separated. So it's like APNG becomes their new family. It's exactly. like this. Yep. Gabriel and Thea adopt them into this association for the protection of New Gen. Mm-hmm. And they all have a place. You know, whether you're a, a black kid that with wings that's called Flyer, or you're a diamond, an Asian character, or you're a robotic duck that burps fire, <laughs> or you're a huge minotaur. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, they're all part of that motley crew, but they all right. belong to something. Yeah. Yeah, and they're all characters that in some way stand out or are strange and different than others. Mm-hmm. And it's not unlike, you know, the success of, like, the X-Men. Yeah. Yes. Where yeah. you've got these, yep. you know, quote-unquote freaks and weirdos, but, you know, you put them in the right environment with the right influences and the right teaching, and here they are, this force for good to impact all sorts of different worlds that they would interact with to save and improve, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So exciting. So, JD, apart from some of the voice talent updates that we got from some of the A-list actors that we're uh, we're talking about here, what else is coming up on production? Anything anything interesting? Anything uh, new that we can uh, maybe get on the VIP list here and, uh, you know, divulge ahead of anybody else, maybe? Some sort of scoop? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, well, we're looking at syndicating on the CW Network. Okay. Next year, 2023. We also have want to be on YouTube. So we're going to be releasing things on YouTube and all sorts of this whole back world of what we're building. They'll see all the behind the scenes. They'll see all the thi- little little bits of what's happening. And then full episodes will roll out on YouTube. Okay. And we do have streamers that are are, are also interested mm-hmm. in getting involved. And with the CW, we can actually make deals with streamers as well. Very cool. So right, there's right. Many, many platforms going on at the same time. And then musically, we just met with um, John Luffler and Jerry Wanda. John Luffler is, is the composer behind Pokemon. Wow. <laughs> That's phenomenal. And for 15 years, he was doing that. Wow. Uh-huh. And he was just amazing. And one of the things he, he loves about this is he said, you know, even though it's, a, you know, for you know children, he said, when we did Pokemon, we never talked down to the kids musically. Right. He did Yu-Gi-Oh! as well. And he said, I, I love the idea of doing this incredible soundtrack. And then John partnered with a guy by the name of Jerry Wanda, mm. who is an award-winning composer, producer. He owns mm. Platinum Sound. And John and Jerry just formed another company called Platinum Studios, which is a label. Okay. They own. And Jerry's done stuff like uh, Hips Don't Lie, 
uh, Shakira, two Billboard mm-hmm. plays, Mariah, Mariah, Mariah Santana, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber, Mary, Mary J. Blige. He's wow, got man. like when we were in the in the studio, he said, "Do you want like a maybe a John Legend song for New Gen?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I have a track that well John never put on his uh, wow <laughs> never put on his album." So he starts playing John, you know, like <laughs> mind blown, like. And so they they are collectively going to get involved, uh, both Luffler and, and, and Wanda, uh, in the soundtrack and the mm-hmm. scoring and all that sort of thing. They, they they might be collaborating with somebody else on the scoring mm-hmm. uh, that, that we have as well, but they're going to be doing the soundtrack. Now, yeah. did you cold call them as well? <laughs> no, no, John. No, no, John. I've known John Luffler for, for many years. Yeah. <laughs> That's fascinating, though. I mean, that's, you know, some of the accolades that they've received as well between the Grammys and nominations and the very deep and vast list that uh, especially um, Jerry Wanda has been a part of like uh, like two, three hundred different projects. Oh, yeah. Pretty incredible. Patrick, he's got eight thousand tracks that he recorded. So he has a library of anything. So when I was in there. He started playing like a, a hip hop track of what New York could sound like when they're in New York. I would love you guys to be in that studio. Maybe the next podcast or something it might be so cool. Yes, please. Oh yeah, sign <laughs> <laughs> me up. It would be so cool. But but they're such nice guys, and like they're so creative and so wonderful and just so talented. I mean, immensely talented. Mm-hmm. Very cool. You know? Wow. Yeah. He got it right away. I'm sitting at the conference table, and I, I told Jerry about the New Gen world, and then I told him about New York. He goes, come on into to one of our studios. So he walks in, and he said, I think I have a track of New York that I want to play you. Starts playing me a track of New York. It starts tweaking it, you yeah. know, and he's like, you, you have nanotech in this, right? So maybe we'll kind of speed this up a little bit. Nice. <laughs> Dude, it was, <laughs> it was wow. Wild. That's cool. That's it wild. Was awesome. Yeah, I think JD is doing a great job uh, gathering amazing talent yeah. to make this a very amazing series that's going to have tremendous success. Yeah, and that's a big part of it too. Is is you know having a vision, but then having other people that can get on board with that in the same way. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, like visually, you know, you know, with you, Rick, like saying, "Hey, you know, this is." kind of what I want to get across. This is how I want it to feel and look. And then you being of that same mind and saying, yeah, what about this? And how does this look? And kind of speeding up that whole process because it's a lot of trial and not much error in terms of uh, knowing yeah. what he's looking for mm-hmm. and, and the general feel and the vibe of the project. And then to find that, you know, from an audio standpoint as well is incredible. Like Julia, you know, which is one of the executive producers, you know, said, you know, it's like finding that people that have the passion. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's what it's going to make the difference is that the passion of everybody involved uh, that is not going to, you know, the, the people that jumped us on it at 5 p.m. It ends when it feels right, you know? Yeah. One so more thing I wanted to say about passion, Julia Coppola, who, as as uh, Rick mentioned, is an executive producer and then joined by Chris Matanti and then... Brad Heisman is involved with us. We all had a meeting with Rick and Liz yesterday, but I think whether it's somebody who's new getting involved with the company or it's an animator 
of 18 years that has 18 Emmys or even, you know, it, it, it be, be a strategic partner. It could be an investor. It could be any of those things. But having that passion, mm-hmm. I think, drives in, in all of these people that I just listed have that. Those partners that we have involved, mm-hmm. they, they were attracted to it. And I think that's one of the most important things because, you know, you're all in it together. And if you're trying to create something and, you know, hopefully as a storyteller, um, you know, you meet those people along the way, you get very fortunate mm-hmm. to have those people. Okay, like even with Mark Hamill, when I met him, there was just sketches in the, in my office. Mm-hmm. And he came in and he said, Yeah, I would like to be part of this. And I would like to be somebody that children look up to as a superhero, leading a superhero league of this nation. Mm-hmm. I mean, those people have passion. Yeah. And, and so and, and, and you guys do as well. So we're so fortunate to have a group of people and, and it's like we keep extending it like a family. Hmm. We're so fortunate to have that. We really are so fortunate. You know, again, that's what makes it work is when everyone's invested in the outcome and in, you know, the excellence of their job and everyone's working towards that excellence, then, then the whole project gets propelled forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's very much like uh, George Lucas in 76 with ILM, yeah. the vision, and you got John Williams, like this convergence of not just talented people, but people who are passionate about the project. And look what that's built. It's a, uh, it's a standard for uh, storytelling today, but also innovation and being able to work together and creatively uh, as a group, as a unit from these disparate types of people, like left-brained, right-brained, and that kind of coming together and making just this wonderful story from the ground up. Absolutely. You know, obviously, Rick, uh, with Pixel Dust, you guys have quite the history and different projects and everything. And uh, I I checked out your website a little bit. You know, anybody that wants to, you know, cold call you for uh, (laughs) any future work, where where can they find you? Yeah, please do shoot an email at info at pixeldust.tv. And uh, we can talk to anybody about any of your projects from a TV commercial to um, you know, a, a series, you know, your blog on your website is uh, phenomenal. Uh, and again, as it relates to new gen and the sharing of knowledge, I really appreciate the way you put out your expertise and whether it's you or some one of your team members. Uh, it's wonderful, because you're taking your your expertise and giving it freely to the world. So kudos on on your blog. It's phenomenal. Thank you. And JD, where can people find you on socials for updates and uh, exciting news uh, for the new gen project. They can go to newgenuniverse.com and we have all the, the social media accounts. And if they want to email me, it's jd at new hyphen gen dot info. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That'll go in the show notes. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but please do that. Visit our, our whole world and uh, it, yeah. I'd, we'd be happy to talk to you. It's a great website. I love the just all the information on it in terms of like like the dossiers of the characters yeah. and, then, and then like the world itself and the technology and everything. When JD and I first talked, it was like, okay, let me check this out. As soon as I got off the phone with you, I was at Disney World. I was on the phone. I got to talk to you. You're at Disney World? Yeah. I That's was. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. So I talked to you on the phone and then um, got off the phone and my daughter's like, ah, let's do the ride. I'm like, hold on. 
let me check this out. I'm like, check the website. No, I'm like, this is fascinating. <laughs> That's right. We, yeah, we were in a cold call with you. <laughs> right. With your, your parents. It was a lukewarm yeah. call. <laughs> yeah. Lukewarm call. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I want to just say about you guys is like, you guys have like the coolest energy, dudes. We're so appreciative that you're involved with us. And, you know, you guys are great. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's an honor. Believe me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Absolutely. And, um, you know, again, you know, from the first time I heard about it, and then after I looked at the website, I sent it to Charles. I yes. said, yeah. I said, look at this. And he's like, wow, this is fascinating. I'm like, I know the guy. We're going to get him on, right? <laughs> so then since then, through now and through everything, it's just the whole, the whole project is so exciting to us. And, you know, we look forward to the next step and to the leap to the screens and... And just kind of seeing how it all unfolds and, you know, just speaking JD with you several times and now with you, Rick, and everything. It's satisfying to see the success for people that love a project that's so new and different and creative. And to be able to get on that level and and, then break down and talk about it and just, you know, look forward to all that's to come. Awesome. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Charles. And I'd like to close. Well, actually, before I get to that, Pat, do you want to just run through our socials? Yeah, we have we have socials. Yeah, there's a couple. Oh, of that's socials. right. Yeah, we, we have do. a couple. <laughs> we have our website, conversations.com. We're on facebook.com slash conversations. Twitter at Swations. Instagram is conversations. And we have our link tree, link.tree slash conversations. And bio.link slash red5 for the red5 network that we're part of. And I'd like to close out this episode with Part of a quote that I found on uh, one of the business sites that Rick and at Pixel Dust they had put together. And I think it speaks to not only to the wonderfulness of Pixel Dust, but I also think it speaks to New Gen in, uh, in its entirety. Quote, we are passionate about color, light, shapes, and music. We use the palettes to create innovative work that influences, inspires, and impacts audiences in new ways, always evolving as the world of storytelling evolves. And I think both of you have found this perfect marriage of this visual and storytelling that this quote is the epitome of. And we are (laughs) so happy to be here and sharing part of the story because it really is exciting. We can't wait for episode three with music. And uh, thank you so much for both of you guys joining us today. Thank Thank you so much too, guys. Thank you both for everything. It's it's been a pleasure being here. Of course. And, uh, you know, again, like he said, like we've all said, we look forward to the next part for sure. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. <laughs>